We are live, guys. We are live. We're back. Back with Miss Candace Harper. Candace, <laughs> good to have you back. How are Hello. you? Good to be back. Very Cheers. excited. I'm a summer girl. Cheers to you as well. I got the, the big water, though. Look. Ooh, I, I need one of those. <laughs> right? It's good, a gallon a day. Uh, yeah, I definitely need one of those. Uh, guys, welcome back to the show. Um, the the ENC show. Uh, we're happy to be back to give you guys two hours of our time. And uh, today we're going to discuss, um, I came up with an idea yesterday, uh, 10 things that both men and women can do to level up in the dating game. Uh, this will kind of be like, I guess, the the dating phase, not so much the, well, it, it's going to, it'll, it'll, it'll transfer over. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but, uh, but uh, Candace is going to tell you the, the the five things women need to do to level up and to be better candidates uh, for for men that they they want to deal with. And I will mention uh, the five things that men can do uh, to you know to attract the woman they want. And so uh, that's what we're going to do. Real quick though, <laughs> I'm going to run that intro, man. Put a lot oh, of yay. Yeah, Let me run that intro real quick and we'll be right back. And uh, see you guys in about 60 seconds. Um, got a few announcements to make. Uh, you know what? I'll reserve that for a future time. I want to make this about Candace. Oh. <laughs> I want this show about Candace today, boy. We're gonna, we're, gonna show, we're gonna show off Candace's skills today. She's gonna she's gonna put these women on game. Love has been. Check out Candace's suntan. Uh, Look at nice. <laughs> I'm browning up for the Look summer. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate Send it. Sending those super chats for Candace, man. That's <laughs> a lot of work to look that good. Anyway, um, I'm just. I'm I woke up like this. Go to you. To the to the show. That's right. That's right. Um, shout out to all the members here, uh, all the people on the outside. Thanks for watching. We hope to add value to your your lives uh, throughout this two hour show. Um, how about ladies first? Um, what what would you where would you like to start off with? Uh, one thing of your five that women can do do to level up in the dating game. Yeah, you want, we're gonna do it in tandem. You wanna do it like that? Sure. Okay, sure. all right. So my very first one that I came up with, cause it sort of is like the crux of everything that I teach and coach is knowing, loving and accepting yourself, right? So that's the cliche, oh, you gotta love yourself. But I think that there's a lot of confusion around what that is because I don't know if it's the internet and the fact that we can expose ourselves the way that we can expose ourselves. And I don't mean uh, expose ourselves in the sense of um, what, you know, what we look like, how we present ourselves, but you know, expose our lives, the, the private areas of our lives. And I think 
uh, what people often interpret loving them, themselves as is sort of a narcissistic kind of, you know, I'm worshiping myself, I'm this, I'm that. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing who you are, understanding your core values, what's important to you, and treating yourself in a way that you can inspire how others treat you. Treating yourself like you're valuable, giving yourself respect, and knowing how to do that in a way that doesn't require anyone else's approval, but gives you peace, mm -hmm. right? And it's a process. I say it like, oh, snap and do that for yourself. A lot of times <laughs> our parents don't know how to teach us that, but, yeah. but that's my first one. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I agree with that completely. That's something I always push too. And uh, peace is where it's at, man. Without peace, you can't really enjoy anything. You can't yeah. enjoy the date. Uh, you can't enjoy the moment. Um, yeah, I think you're all here too much in the future, too. A lack of peace, uh, at least in my view, sometimes uh, leans to being too much thinking about what happens after this. Mm -hmm. the attachment. Uh, what happens after this, the attachment and then that, that expectation uh, rather than just kind of living in the moment and getting to know another human being, someone that you do have an attraction to, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, that you're you're having an opportunity to kind of showcase who you are to this person and they likewise have that same opportunity. And so, uh, you know, to point to what you're saying, when you're dating, it also gives you kind of a foundation for having grace. And by that, I mean, oftentimes I think think when we're attached, when we're dating as women, we're, you know, someone may like us and we don't like them. And so we don't we don't behave gracefully when someone, you know, when we're in a situation that we don't want. So if your safety is not threatened, I think it's very important to be able to stay in your feminine energy because you could go out with somebody who is actually the conduit to the person you're meant to be with. And if you're gracious, you just never know what will happen as long as you, you are coming from a place of authentic peace, right? Dating is just meeting people. So you might be going out with you know, your husband's brother not even know it. He might not even want to necessarily push things along or he might just find you physically attractive. But if you're willing to just just be friendly and be graceful and be peaceful, as long as he doesn't do anything inappropriate, you can form friendships and networking with people as you're dating and you just never know. So I think that's another really important reason to be very like self-knowing and self-calm and not attached to what's going to happen. Because mm -hmm. we're attached, we get upset and frustrated when it doesn't look like we want it to look. Mm -hmm. Very good point. That kind of goes into one that um, I have here. Um, fear, dating fearfully, mm -hmm. you know, like like going out there. Is she going to like me? Uh, do I look good enough? You know, do I make enough money? Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, just just dating fearfully rather mm -hmm. than dating um, joyously uh, or joyfully rather and opportunistically. You know, looking for an opportunity to share who you are and invite somebody in that qualifies, of course. But even at the same time, even even not even putting the qualifications so heavy at the first date, yeah. you know, just getting together with somebody, you know, the qualifying will come that, you know, that vetting and that are we compatible stuff will come. OK, but just sit there, you know, get to know them, be, be kind to them, you know, be generous to them, be generous to them with who you are as a man. You know, uh, I always say a man that's full is going to naturally want to offer himself to people, but people that are low and empty, Nothing to they're give. looking to suck from you. They're looking <laughs> to, they're actually looking to suck from you now. So that was a really good point. Thank you, Candace, for that. Very, very true. And, and really, really without that, um, you can't really get to the next things that I'm sure that we'll discuss. That was the most important thing. Uh, Tamir, $20. Good to have you back, Tamir. Always great. 
thank you and knowledge to be uh, here. Um, uh, salute. Thank you so much for that. Also, I see in here, Neil. Neil has been a little vocal Neil. here today. It's good to have Neil uh, coming forth. Lord EO and the lovely intelligent Candace. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Neil. <clears throat> I've been called Lord before. <laughs> it, it, it mainly, <laughs> mainly like, maybe like either God too. Like, oh my God. Like, oh, uh, oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, okay, relax. Now, Barrera, uh, uh, $10. Uh, oh Lord. Yeah, yes. Uh, you got the name right. $10. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm just teasing here today. Bring some light humor. Ben, thank you for the 10. Good to see you, Ben. Uh, let me get into mine then. Uh, yeah. This is in no particular order. I wanted to make sure also that I said like um, none is uh, more important than the other, but they're all, I would say, necessary. So it's uh, very necessary. Um, let me, I'm going to put this, I put this last minute together here. <laughs> Number one, lead. Mm. Not enough men are leading. And I hear the complaints of women. You'll see, you'll see it, you know, you'll see it in some columns. You'll hear it from women directly. Most women or most men have a, uh, a fear of leading. It kind of goes back to the fear. It's like if I tell her, hey, this is where we're going to go. Meet me here. Uh, dress casual environment, you know, um, seven o'clock, seven o'clock dinner time. I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm OK with my men taking a woman that he's that he's had a few conversations with. And there's been some good dialogue and some good energy. I don't mind you taking yourself and that woman out to a dinner date. I personally don't mind it if you've qualified them. But if you're just taking everybody to dinner dates, hey, want to go to dinner? Want to go? To, I mean, that, that, that's that's not going to work. But if there if there's been some sense of leadership, so even when you and when you meet her, hey, well, listen, I'll give you a call tonight or uh, tomorrow night. Let's have a quick little phone date. You know, get to know each other just a little bit, and then uh, I'll tell you. Uh, and you know, and you kind of start there. And and if you're talking to the woman, whether over FaceTime or the phone, and there's good communication. Uh, both of you are anxious to meet one another. You're anticip you know, you're happily anticipating one another. Then I think at that point you lead. Okay, well, you like seafood. I like seafood. So here's what we're going to do. There's a sushi place on Michigan Avenue. Uh, just opened up. Haven't been there in a while. I've been wanting to visit and I want you to accompany me. And, uh, you know, how does tomorrow night seven o'clock work? That sort of thing works really, really well for women. So it's something I see missing. And it's one thing I'm very strong at is leading. It's probably <laughs> my strongest point. And, and so I want to see more leaders uh, and, and, and unafraid to kind of give the woman an itinerary. Uh, but, but again, at, not in some belittling by way or the highway kind of thing, although occasionally I can even talk like that. But uh, but, you know, in a way that you've qualified her, talked to her a little bit, good energy, Attract. You can see that she's attracted to you. You're attracted to her. Both of you are ready to meet each other. And I think at that point, you go ahead and lead the process and tell her where, where and when, even sometimes how to dress. I told uh, guys in the past to suggest things. So, so hey, uh, it's supposed to be hot tomorrow. So, you know, just come casual, uh, maybe a nice summer dress. I saw you in one of your photos. This is something, this is some free game real quick for guys that are on dating apps. If you notice, let's say uh, Candace was on a dating app and I, we swipe right on each other and we're having a conversation. I might tell Candace after talking to her, well, listen, you look stunning in your, in your summer dress. I see you in a few of those in your pictures. Uh, I like that look a lot on you. And I, I like your hair with that little curl to it. So um, consider, that look for me tomorrow night. Hmm. 
How would you respond to that? I think honestly, if being attracted, I would be like, yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you don't want to tell her. You don't want to tell yeah. her to do it. It's too early to tell her. Yeah. But what you could do is say you noticed it and you found it delightful and appealing and yeah. then consider wearing consider notice the word consider i didn't say do it yeah consider wearing your hair with that summer curl and that summer dress i'd like to see you arrive that way yes plus when you add that on to what you said earlier about having a few conversations like if we're a few conversations in then yeah definitely it, i think I if you do it if you okay, do it too soon, like if you do that too soon and even the like you said with a full date like a full dinner date right there have been times where I've gone on a full dinner date with someone right off the bat, someone who's like, let's go on a full dinner date. And I don't necessarily think it's wrong, but I do agree with you that there's something to be said for having a few conversations to qualify up to that. So after you've had those conversations and you know that she has an attraction for you, I think coming from that space of, I, I saw this picture of you, I love that dress you're wearing. Yeah, I would love to see you in it. I think that's a beautiful thing. If you do it too soon though, I think it can like land in a funny way. I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> and, and also, it's all about um, calibrating the conversation, knowing where it's going. If the girl is extremely optimistic about meeting you, like, oh, I found you so attractive. I mean, there's certain things you're going to get away with based on what she tells you. So you might say, hey, so listen, sushi tomorrow night, seven o'clock, such and such on Michigan or on LaSalle, whatever, yeah. and say, listen, it's going to be hot. I uh, noticed you you like summer dresses. That's part of the reason why I swipe right on you. You look you look great in a summer dress. Wear one of those. Uh, just wear your hair curly. I like that curl that curly look on you. And then I'll see you tomorrow night. So so if you say it too serious, yeah. If you just say it in a very <laughs> authority, I, I would even say say it with some balls. I mean, say it with some a uh, level of authoritativeness. You know, uh, confidence. Uh, pardon the speech. Uh, a, little, a little vulgar there. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> I would rather a man lead and lead to the point that I'm describing than to be too passive. Well, what do you like? Well, uh, you know, like just too passive. I'd rather yeah. you give her that feeling of, oh, he told me to do this this soon than to be too passive. And she gets this impression that maybe you haven't dated much yeah, and, and uh, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that if you're going to overshoot one way or the other, definitely more towards the leadership. The only the only thing to keep in mind, though, around that leadership is that that in order to have submission, there has to be that feeling of a safe space. Right. So, you know, especially with today's like modern women, it's like if I instantly feel like there's there's too much command, I'm not necessarily feeling in a safe space. Right. If there's leadership where it's like, like you said, I'm so clear. This is where I want to go. This is what time, you know, meet me over here or even I'll come get you and we'll go over there. I know you're not into that, mm. but I think those kinds of things, definitely. <laughs> it, it's just a very fine balance because sure. with, with too much early command, it's like, is this a safe space for submission or am I going to have to like, is this dude trying to control me? Do you know what I mean? It, it's, sure. Yeah, Again, it's, it's, it's it, uh, let me emphasize tone of voice too. Yeah. You know, you don't want to say it like super serious. You know, you want to say, hey, listen, you ever been here before? No. OK, let me give you the rundown. Casual environment. Most, you know, so I suggest maybe something just, you know, summer dress as I've seen you in your photos. So it's just it's yeah, it's about tone and how you phrase it, yeah. which most guys, unfortunately, I don't think I don't think they're experienced enough to know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> right. I, hopefully, hopefully with this, hopefully with this message, they 
can start thinking about it. Yeah. Um, there was something also that I do have down there. I'm, I'm just going to mention it now. We'll throw it to Candace for her number two spot. But um, yes, a safe place. You know, yeah. women, women want to if they feel safe with you, but at the same time feel turned on by you, because even even sometimes safe, they can feel both things simultaneously. They can feel safe with you, but then nervous. Yeah. And I think if you could if you can uh, help cultivate that feeling in a woman of where she feels safe, like this guy knows what he's doing. But at the same time, I'm nervous to meet him because he's handsome. Yeah. He seems to do well for himself. Um, and, and, and but that's a good feeling for a woman. I feel like when a woman meets you and she just feels like, yeah, whatever, I'm just meeting for a drink. Right? <laughs> that's not a woman that's really into you. So, yeah. so if that woman tells you she's a little nervous, got some butterflies, that's an indication that she's really feeling you. Oh, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And even the most self possessed woman, like, I, I even, if I'm around someone that I have an attraction for, I get a little like tongue tied a little bit. Yes, yes. I mean, even at my age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One last thing about um, uh, the point you made earlier about too soon. I agree with that. One thing that I've noticed uh, throughout the years and even re a recent uh, coaching men is that uh, women want are, are craving a man that knows what he's doing. Yeah. OK. And because they've told me even I love the fact that you have it all mapped out. You're intentional, which actually goes into another. Another one. You're intentional. You know exactly how you want things to be done. Now, the now a woman that 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 is either afraid of that or doesn't live like that, she might have a difference of opinion. But a woman who actually is tired of leading sometimes, I think women are tired. Women have told me, it's nice to be around a man that's masculine and knows what he wants because I can kind of just like, like breathe for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Women have told me this. I love the fact that you know what you're doing because I can breathe. You have it. You have it figured out. I could just breathe and just kind of be in my feminine, you know, kind of just be delightful and just be chill. And it's when a woman feels like she has to lead it. That stresses a woman out. What do you think about that? I agree. One like one thousand <laughs> percent. Okay. And there is a difference between like I look at men that I've met over the course of my life, you know, whether dating casually or friendships or whatever. And in the presence of men who knew what they were doing, I was like full submission, like, you know, I'll go with the flow because that's my natural inclination anyway. And in my feminine energy, I feel the most healthy. But in presence of men who were like confused or I go into mother mode where I'm like, well, no, you're not doing that right. No, <laughs> like it's a whole different side of me. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, and, I don't. And, and you guys can't control that. It just happens, no. right? Like that mother mode you talked about. Maybe go into that a little bit, please. Yeah, I think it does. It just happens. Whether it's a mother mode or if I go into, you know, when I was younger, it was masculine energy mode. If I was around mm -hmm. like a man, let's say even in a work situation, if he just didn't, you know, have a relationship with his word, had no idea his ass from a hole in the ground, was confused, like instantly it's like, I'm going to lead you, guide you because you, you can't do it. Or you want to go into masculine energy, which is like, you know, I'm gonna, I, all right, I'm in charge here. But when you're around someone, a man who just like you and I's partnership, like with you, here's the thing: like, take away the great suits, handsome face, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't care about any of that except for the fact that from the moment I met you, you have been a man of your word. And Ooh. so, safe space. Go in. Go in, right? go in, go in. I'm, I'm only sharing this on Instagram, so uh, just trying to get this out there. I forgot to do that. Please continue. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when, when as a woman, when you're in the presence of a man who not only just, it's not just about, oh, I do what I say I'm going to do. It's 100% that, but it's also, 
when I say something, how I behave actually aligns with it. And so whether I agree with who you say you are or not is really not even important. It's that I say who I am and I behave who I am, right? Those two things are like gold when it comes to, to women's attraction. Yeah, I, I even, I teach men that every day I talk, mm -hmm. I said, hey, you know, you can do a lot of this, you know, all, 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 all talk and no action or all bluff and no stuff, you know, all bluff, no stuff. And so, and I also also teach them once you become a man of action, a uh, man that says he's going to do something, you do it, then you can hold a woman accountable. Yeah. But you can't hold her accountable if you're inconsistent. You can't rightfully and and, and justifiably do that. Yeah. And so, uh, and I think men still do it. They're like, hey, I'm 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 imperfect here, but I still expect perfection out of her, and it just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You won't get you won't get her submission as as Candace puts it. You won't even get her desire to want to follow you if you're not the gleaming example of the standard. And so that's why I tell guys, man, you know, st stop all this regurgitation of talking points from other men and other people, all the things you're reading, and figure out what makes sense to you. Become that gleaming example of what you admire in life, who you wish to be, and then demonstrate that to the woman at all times. And then she'll follow your lead. She'll see like, oh, he's not on, he's always on time. He's punctual. Um, he says he's going to call at seven. He called at seven. Yep. If he's running late, he does send a text and says, running a little bit behind. I uh, just wanted to kind of uh, keep you abreast. Uh, I'll be in touch with you shortly. Um, anticipate my call. Now, this is more grown man game. I will say if you're 21 years old, you probably are not going to be talking to a young lady like that. And I really wouldn't advise you to 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 maybe speak in in that exact way. But it should still be the same system same energy yeah yeah same energy so you might phrase it a little bit different yo what's up girl i i run a little <laughs> bit uh you'll still anticipate my call at, at about 15 after you know it's, we're saying the same things we're just going to say it a little bit different based on age yeah yeah and when you say i'm calling it 15 after you call it 15 after and also if you say you know this is what i'm about as far as you know what we're doing with this relationship be about that I think that's another I, I think important thing. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How important, and then we'll go to number two. Uh, we've been on this one a little bit. But um, I think men want to hear this from you. I do. Uh, they've been telling me. And so how important is it for a woman to be of her word? That's so great that you asked that because that's my second point. Okay, great. Yeah. So my second point for women is to be a woman of your word. And I know, like, even in myself as a young woman, that thing where, you know, I'm late for a date and I say I'm going to do this, but then I don't do it and I'm flighty and all of that stuff. It, it can be cute for about a moment. And then after that, <laughs> if you try to go into any sort of relationship with someone, you want someone to value you and respect you. You have to show up as a valuable, respectable, respect, uh, respectable person. And the way to do that is to do what you say you're going to do and to be who you say you are. So you know, there's no, there's no um, uh, workability in that code switching thing that a lot of women do. And I saw a woman talking about it, uh, I forget where I was online, Instagram or something, talking about it the other day where she was saying she get, she's tired of code switching for men, meaning that when she's around men, she doesn't say what's on her mind. She, you know, like she was saying that she dumbs herself down, all of this stuff. And I was like, I, I don't think that's the way to go. I think it's that if you're in your feminine energy, you can be authentic and a man who's right for you, good for you, he, he can be with that. 
Like in his masculine energy, he's a comfortable leader. He can be with what's actually on your mind. You don't have to pretend that you're one thing or another unless you're up to something not so good. Mm -hmm. Well, I think where women are missing the mark sometimes is presentation and tone of voice. Mm. It's one thing to say that, that, I mean, it's overwhelming that in my opinion, that the majority of today's woman is limited in her presentation. She can present herself physically well, but from a behavioral standpoint or how, or I should talk about rather communication, how she is delivered with her communication, but how she delivers it is a problem area for women. Because it's not really, men want, men want to hear you. Men want to learn about you. Men actually would love to hear about your life, but how do you describe your life? Yeah. You know, how do you paint the picture of what he might be entering? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I so I would give women that advice. It's not really what you say, although well, it is. It can be. <laughs> but it's pre- presentation, was, it's demeanor, it's body language, and it's tone of voice. What do you think about that, Ken? I could see that. I could absolutely see that. Because, it, you know, when dealing with clients and from my own experience, um, and even in research and things like that, I think that when we aren't fully secure about ourselves, when, when we're not fully in that place of self-knowing, oftentimes we can come off very defensive or, um, you know, very aggressive or, and I don't mean, you know, that, that there is a way to be aggressive in your feminine energy as well, but it's, it's something that I think a lot of women, we don't get taught that. We don't get taught that you know you can stand up for yourself, you can speak up for yourself, but you don't have to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like there's nothing to defend. Do you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't have to be a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's what often happens, especially with younger women, because I'm insecure and I'm not really sure what I want or who I am. Sometimes I feel defensive if you ask me certain questions or if you say something that you know feels like my father who insulted me i feel like i got to fight for myself so i come out of my face and so i think it's that it's it's getting that healing so that i can come from a place of you know going back to peace and and creating an identity i mean i mean you know it, it is healing and it's also like no identity. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, I made a video years ago that even O'Shea Duke Jackson had me on the show for uh, at that time. He watched that video and said yeah, he wanted to have me on. Well, I said, stop asking women so many questions. Now, here, here's the problem or here's the reason why I said that. Women don't don't know how to answer your questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not all. There's some women that can clearly answer your questions. And then those are the women that men want to date, you know, well, strong men, men that know who they are. See, if you find somebody that doesn't know who they, the man doesn't know who he is. And then the woman doesn't, now you're a good fit. Cause neither yeah. one of you are no <laughs> you're both. And there's no you're you know, just going with the flow and, and, and living on feelings. Yeah. And, and so, but if you get a man that's structured such as myself and what I teach my, my men that follow me, we, we got a, we have a routine, we have a schedule where you know, a structure, we're going to ask certain questions to find out if you are up to par to deal with us. Yeah. And you'll find women that'll say like, like I liked him, but he asked too many questions. Yeah. And really, what that? But uh, but there's something to learn from that, ladies, because maybe you just weren't comfortable with the questions, yeah. and that you had no identity to present to this man. 
That's so funny because I actually said that to a matchmaking client about a year ago and she was about 26, 27 and she was really offended. I mean, the guy that I matched her with was a great guy, like, you know, a really good, good uh, match for her. And she said, I just, and she said exactly what you said. I just didn't like all the questions. I'm like, look, if he's not asking questions, you don't want to deal with them. If he's asking you questions, he's trying to get to know you to see where the possibilities are. Like, you know, you want to be able to, to allow yourself to learn your answers. Right. And you find out who she's been dealing with. So so, it, yeah, if you notice a woman's like, well, I'm not I'm not used to this. Yeah. That tells you right now who she she's been with. Who she <laughs> right. attracts. But if you talk to a woman that's like, oh, I love a leader. I love him. Maybe at some point, maybe her father was that way or maybe she did deal with a guy that was that way. So she can appreciate that kind of uh, personality from a man that that is more assertive and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, when I hear a woman say, you know, he asked too many questions now to to demand to get on the men a little bit. Maybe you are asking ineffective questions, questions that don't, yeah, inappropriate or ineffective or poor timing, you know, the timing's not right to maybe go down that road. Uh, and so, so there's something to be said about men knowing that there is a time and a place to ask a certain type of question. Uh, but at the same time though, be yourself, ask what you want to ask politely, respectfully. Um, and then if that person cannot match she don't have an answer for you, you should, I don't think you should be dating her. Or if she gets mad, Yes, if it she depends. If, if it's if you got to be a, you got to read the room. Like if it's an inappropriate question, then yeah, some women will will get offended with an inappropriate question, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's that you actually want to get to know her, and that's what your questioning is about, then yeah, if she if she can't handle that, if she doesn't want to be questioned or have anything asked of her, then she's not ready for any kind of relationship. And she may not even be ready for that night either. So real quick, Abdullah, hey, good to see you, 499. Question, uh, what are ways you check women who are late, especially the first time you meet? Uh, this has been a common issue I've been having with women lately. Um, I've made several videos on this. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a man that is too aggressive in the beginning is showing a little desperation and frustration okay mm -hmm. now again a little bit of that preliminary prep work is in, is important because you know if you just set up a date on off a dating app you're like hey meet me at this pub at 10. you know there's been really you know you don't really she she might be used to running late fashionably late who knows you know uh, maybe she's nervous to meet you so again what i would say is is I would text her when I'm there. I would already be sitting at the bar. I wouldn't be in the car waiting. I already said that guy should never wait in cars and then get out like some nice guy. Hey, hey, there you are. Like I think you should go in, scout the place out, make sure there's nothing you know uh, potentially dangerous going on. Make sure it's suitable for a date. Uh, it may not be. And so you have to go in, sit down, order yourself a drink, have a spot for her. When she shows up, um, and let's say she's 15 minutes late hopefully the woman is telling you i'm sorry i'm running late yeah. if the woman tells you i'm sorry i'm running late i had this to do don't bite her head off yeah if she does it again the next time mention it yeah mention the importance of punctuality but again don't do it like a dick don't look at her like hey i'm gonna need you to be late uh, on time <laughs> like like just say hey listen um um I'm going to tell you something that I tell everyone. And so don't take offense, but everyone gets this same pitch. Punctuality is important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it. 
Now, if you got a girl that says, well, what is punctuality? Then, then don't be with her. No, I'm <laughs> okay, all right, all right. But I'm saying guys can be too red pill. This bullshit. I call myself the king of red pill because I'm the I'm, I'm the real truth. So I'll take on that title since nobody else can you know successfully uh, uh, hold that spot. So I'll tell you this. Don't bite a woman's head off. It shows it shows a lack of patience. It shows a lack of self-awareness. It shows that you're adjusting to her energy and you're not sitting in your own energy. It shows frustration and desperation. So so if she gives you now, if she just runs late and she's like unapologetic for it and stuff like that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's up to you at that point. You could say, hey, listen, um, you're quite late and the vibe is a little bit killed for me. So I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. You know, I mean, you could leave. You could just say, hey, listen, 30 minutes in, I had myself a drink and two. Um, you're a little bit late. Um, maybe we could try this again in the future. But as far as tonight, uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think for both sides, if you're someone who is is punctual and you're someone who respects, uh, you know, doing what you say you're going to do and that person shows a pattern. I think, like you said, if it's just one time or it's the first date, she's a little bit late and she apologizes, it's not a big deal. Right. But if that's the pattern you're noticing, you're within your rights to say, you know what, I don't want to do this tonight. You're about an hour late and, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go on about my business. And there's no reason for hostility. Here's the thing I think we both get in trouble with as, as men and women. When the other person isn't doing what we want them to do or isn't aligned with us, oftentimes we do want to get defensive and angry or we want to shame them or scold them or, you know, go into that sort of emotional place. The key is like being able to release the emotion and just say that, you know, I want to be with somebody who's punctual. So that doesn't align with me. And I wish you luck. Or like you said, tonight's not going to work because, you know, we, we had a plan and it's not working out. No hard feelings, but I'm, I'm just going to get going. Like take yeah. the emotion out of it. But but do it cool. Yeah. Yes. Do it cool. Don't don't be like. You know how many women want to be with me tonight? Yeah. <laughs> like, like it just looks bad, man. Like just just be like, hey, listen. Uh, and you can even tell it before. Let's say you're sitting there; it's thirty minutes in. Now, now, if you're a man with game, me, I'm multitasking anyway, so I'm, I might have forgot about the the woman, you know, because I might be talking to another woman. I mean, I, look, if you're late, next one up, next man, yeah. next woman up. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always saying, you know, I'm busy. I'm not sitting there looking at my phone, you know, waiting on this woman, like you know, like. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. Like I'm talking to people, you know, I'm, I'm engaging. And so she runs a little bit late, but again, give the woman a little grace, show her a little grace. If she's running a little bit late and she looks good, yeah. that means she tried to look good for you. Yeah. You know, you can say, oh, I see you try. Uh, I see, you know, I see uh, you put a little extra. You look good. You look great. Sit down. Have a seat. Don't don't go crazy the first time. But if the second time do it, as I told you to do it. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. This is the same pitch all people get. So don't feel like I'm singling you out. I'm not. <laughs> Everyone gets this. Punctuality is important to me. Yeah. So moving forward, I need you to be punctual. Yeah. And let and if she looks at you with honor and respect, okay, I understand. Yeah. Then she'll do better. And so too many men are, are emotional. This whole red pill nonsense. And so the red pill king just gave you the truth. I, I took the title. I got to take the title because I don't. See I don't understand that at all. Because you never like. I take it as a joke. It's really a joke. It's like a, it's comedy when I say it. I don't mean it, but I'm still going to go ahead and roll with the title because I am the king of this shit. See, but I'm not clear. Like I tried to research it a little bit because I kept hearing it, this red pill, blue pill thing, don't whatever. Or 
I've tried to research it, but there's different different people say different things all over the place. So I'm I don't even know. I'm not clear yeah. on what it is. You know, it's it, it, the red pill people have a tendency to uh, they want to tell the truth about everyone else but them. Gotcha. That's the problem I see with it. Whereas to me, the true red pill is starting with the self first, then acknowledging society, government, you know, conditioning. Yeah. Even women have been conditioned. So really a true red pill man, a man in his truth, is going to recognize that he was conditioned and she is conditioned. Mm. So there has to be a level of grace that you show the woman. Maybe she's not privy to this information. She doesn't even know that she has latched on to a concept that doesn't serve her. She yeah. doesn't even realize that she's just going with the. So really, as the leader, you have to recognize that you might have a certain level of, of consciousness and knowledge and wisdom. And so you need to respect that and understand that she may not know what you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's yeah, that's true all the way around. <laughs> That's yes, right. <laughs> That's true. All, and all and I feel like as we're growing and developing ourselves, as soon as we we start to sort of disparage others for where they're at, we immediately have have uh, regressed in our own growth. You know, a lot of times 100%. we like we want to point out other people's you know failings and their inability to understand certain things, but it's like the masses of us are all conditioned to think things that don't mm -hmm. work. Right. We're Ooh, all yes. Very good. Very good segment there. I'm glad you said that. Uh, Neil Ray, five dollars. I can gladly say you have changed my mentality so much. I learned a lot from you. I am continuing to change for the better. Uh, you always speak facts. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Neil, for that. A lot of comments here. Thank you, members. Uncle Guns, as I know. Thank you so much. William Keem. Yes, yes. William King, $10. She's ending a 15-year marriage. Uh, did I miss something from him? Uh, this just seems a little abrupt to start it that way. <laughs> She's ending a 15-year marriage, says she just wants something casual. Yes, I made a video on this. Hold on. But she's about me and treats me worth royalty. We hook up two to three times a week. Yes, I told you the last thing you want to do is take a woman that got out of a 15, 10 year, 15 year commitment and try to put her in another one. She needs some space. She needs to spread her wings a little bit. Uh, and the last thing a man should ever do is give her boyfriend energy. Now, the problem is men start falling for women. I think I think a lot of men fall for women before women fall for them. And yeah. then that's when they get mean. That's when they start getting like intentionally distant. Like, oh, I'm falling for her. Like, I don't know what to do. I better hire Coach EO to help me put me on some game. And so what I'll say is that if you if a woman treats you well, but she just got out of a relationship, please do not mention a relationship. Don't mention one. Don't tell her you can. You see qualities to, to to give her that status one day. If she wants to bring it up to you later and says, um, but even then, I would tread with caution because you got to understand the mindset. When someone just got out of a relationship or prison or however, when I say prison, the relationship have been prison. You know, it could have been seen as that way. It could have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, and restricting. The last thing you want to do is restrict her again. Yeah. Think about a man getting out of a relationship. You just got out of a relationship. Now you're on a rebound with some girl. Okay, it's cool. You guys are having sex. And now she's talking about she wants to be in a relationship. Well, you might be like not over your ex yet. Or you might still have some remnants that need to run the, its course. You know what I mean? You need to do some, some self-evaluation. And so, William, long answer, but needed to be. Do not, and everybody listening, do not, after finding out a woman just got out of a relationship, try to badmouth her man. Try to be better than her, man. You be you. 
it's irrelevant what happened over there, uh, irrelevant in the sense that you're not trying to overcompensate to become something that she was missing. That's another thing. A lot of guys try to say, oh, uh, he didn't do this. Well, I'm this. Like, like you're selling yeah. yourself too hard. Just be yourself, date her, have sex with her, be honest with her, but do not push for a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Anything else to add to that, or is that pretty, pretty well, much done? I think that if the desire is there and you're burning, you know, I agree, don't push for it. But if, you know, there, if you're interested in knowing anything deeper, just take the attachment out of it. Like, you know, I think you mm -hmm. can talk to someone about what their intentions are without attaching mm -hmm. yourself to it. Like a lot of times people want to say, well, where do you see you and I? Where's this relationship going? We're just so attached, right? But if you're just mm -hmm. like, so, wow, you just a 15 year marriage. So, you know, like, how are you feeling with things? What's going on? Like, like, you know, what's your, what's your space right now? Then you give that person sort of an open place to just kind of say where they're at and they may or may not tell you everything, but it's like, if you really have to know, if you're really curious, just take the attachment out of it. Give them a safe space to just talk about what they feel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that human element. You know, you're just kind of being human with each other. Remember that, you know, you, you still want to be human with each other. That's what we are. We're human beings. And so don't forget that we're human beings. Okay. You can still have a, the sexual element. You can still have the little dating, uh, I, the identity of dating. We're dating right now. But, but remember, before all that, she's got a past. We got a past. And so there's some history here. Uh, that's another thing too. I don't. I would like guys to not pry. Like, don't ask her. So why did it end? Like, like you're gonna see why it ended. Yeah. She's gonna show you why it ended. Yeah. Because you know people don't just change like that, especially if they don't they don't hold themselves accountable for the collapse of the relationship. If they're blaming someone else, give it a little bit of time. You're gonna see why that relationship came to an end. And so you don't even need to ask her. Just watch her. See, I actually, I'm one of those people that's really discriminating when it comes to this whole red flag thing, because I think we use that term too much. But you just pointed to something that I think is a real red flag. Whenever you're dating someone, if they have negative things to say about their exes or the last mm -hmm. ones, if they're, they're you know, saying nasty things or they're complaining about them or putting all the blame on them, mm -hmm. red flag. Big time. Yeah, and I'm Big not a red flag person. if they cheat with you, if they're cheating with you, they're going to cheat on you too. Right. <laughs> Just know that right now. If they're cheating with you or they got a man, but they're using you for attention or other things under the table, just know that she's going to do what she did to her man. She's going to do it to you, too. Yeah. Highly, highly likely. Well, Thank you. How you get them is how you lose them. M. <laughs> <laughs> Shaba, $2. Great talk. Get the likes up. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. All right. Let me go on to number uh, number two. I want to hurry up here. Yeah, yeah. It always goes so fast. It does. <laughs> so number one was lead. Number two is I always say that men need to build a dope life. Mm. Build a life that you love. Yeah. Okay. Not one that feels empty. Like, oh, I got to bring a woman in this for it to be complete. And that's not to say that a woman wouldn't be a great addition to what you got going on. Because they, they most certainly can be if you pick the right woman. But build a, a life to invite her into because here's what i see most guys don't know where or what to do with the woman because that's an indication they haven't built a life yeah. when you have a life you have preferences you have certain things that you enjoy doing so now you can find out for example let's say that you like i'm just going to throw something out there let's just say you like miniature golfing it's just something you like to do mm -hmm. and so you could tell a girl listen i'm up for miniature golf you like to miniature golf 
It says, I love the miniature golf. Say tomorrow night, the, the, the weather's going to drop 10 degrees. It's going to be 78. It's a perfect night for miniature golf. Join me. Let's go miniature golfing. And so because you have a life and preferences, now you can ask these questions. Hey, so how do you feel about this? I'd love to do that. Or I've never done that. Okay. Is that something you'd be open to doing? Uh, with you, yeah, okay, great. So this is what we're gonna do. So you built that life, that dope life, that life that you truly do love and that you're enjoying. Yeah. Um, and now you have somewhere to invite her. And I and I think guys today just are missing that mark big time. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. I, and I think it's important, in, you know, for everybody to be engaged in something, right? Something productive. But I think as a man, if you want to have leadership in a relationship that really understanding, you know, what you, you want your life to look like and be, you know, actively creating that vision all the time. And I don't think you have to be done in order to invite a woman in. Like, you know, if your dream is to have a multi-million dollar home and, you know, however many cars and, you know, whatever you're trying to build, I don't think you have to already be there to invite a woman in because mm -hmm. a great woman is going to help you build that, right? Or be mm -hmm. part of you building that. But definitely, like you said, have interests, know who you are, know what you want and be engaged in them. And then say, hey, let's, let's make our, each other's lives better. Yes. You know, here, here in this space, you'll hear guys that they feel like that to your great point, that you don't have to be at the, at the end of something. You could be in the midst of something, okay? You could be in the middle of something, but you know where you're going, yeah. okay? You know where you're gonna land. Okay, you know this because you got preparation and you got great vision and discipline. You know where you're going to land. You know this. So you can almost live from the end result now in a sense. You can live as that multimillionaire. Um, now, you can't spend the money yet because you may not have it. <laughs> but you could have the mindset. You could have the mindset and the energy because you know that's where you're going to land. And so that was a great point. The right woman will come in, see the value, be attracted, and want to contribute to that. Yeah. And it's just such a great vetting tool, right? For anybody in your life. Like I'm so engaged. And if that person can't get with it, like you're waking up at 7 a.m. every morning, going for your run, doing your thing. And that person's like, wants to sit on the couch all day and fart and watch Netflix. Then, you know, it's like, yeah, this, this ain't working. <laughs> yeah. 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 And get rid of them right away. Real right. quick. Uh, today's fragrance is one that I get <laughs> There's never been a time that I've worn this cologne and didn't get a compliment. I remember one time when um, um, when people were wearing things over their faces and having, uh, you know, once the public opened up, I don't want to say certain words, but I remember I went to Foot Locker once we were able to go to Foot Locker mm -hmm. and I had this cologne on and through a mask, a girl stopped me and said, what are you wearing? Like, that is absolutely gorgeous sexy and everything is from the house of davidoff it's called run wild this is a great summer scent gotta get it it's in the description trust me just trust me you don't need a ton of sprays uh maybe four sprays i maybe six but but at least four <laughs> but you go out in the public with this especially this time of the year it is absolutely a compliment beast. Down mm. in the description from Davidoff, this is Run Wild. Nice bottle too. Very, very simplistic, minimalist, but elegant. Okay, number three, go ahead, uh, Candace. So number three is about the assumptions that we make, right? So, you know, we start to build this sort of dating history 
and what people have told us and you know what what our parents modeled for us and we have all these thoughts about what men are and how men are and what's wrong with men and this assumption thing where every man I meet is going to fall in line with these beliefs that I have so so my uh encouragement for women is to release all of that like built up historical belief you know based on what you've experienced who you've known even if your daddy was a rolling stone like do what you need to do to be able to release all of that because what we believe we manifest so if i believe that all men are crappy i'm going to just going to meet crappy men because that's what i'm going to be looking for and our brain wants to support whatever we believe but if I'm walking around, I make no assumptions. If I've never met you before, I'm not making up stories about you to the good or the bad. I'm actually just giving you an opportunity, clean slate, like who are you? Then I get to open myself up to what's possible and actually having a different experience than maybe I had before. Now I say that like it's a light switch, like it's so easy to do that, but it's, it's really a willingness to question the things that I believe that aren't working. These assumptions that I'm making about people that I go out with it's the reason why people hate dating because they're like, oh, everybody sucks. Well, everybody doesn't suck unless you think that. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> if you think that, then yeah, everybody does suck. So yeah. That's yeah, and I think people who have a tendency to think everybody sucks uh, distributes that kind of energy. Yeah. And so, and be, and you be, you know, be, and then people are mirroring that. So you're yep. saying they suck. You're but yourself. You first sucked. <laughs> you first presented yourself poorly, and then yeah. as a result, somebody saw that about you and was like, "Yo, get this shorty away from me. She's crazy." And now you think people are crazy, but yeah. it started with the self. It started with you. It started with the mindset. That was a really good point. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that point because it's so pivotal that people understand. Even in here, even in this space, they'll say. You know, there's something called what is it? S Y O S B M or something. Stay, uh, save yourself, black man. And so what they're saying is basically, don't date American women, specifically black women. Don't you just wow. just go abroad and find you some Filipino woman or whatever. Wow. And it's like, you know, you know, you're living through an experience of another person, perhaps. You heard enough people say that. Now you're like, you know what? I got to go to Brazil and find me a girl, man. That's yeah. where they say that's where the girls are at. But if you only knew, those are the ones that are out gaming you the most. You think it's <laughs> is gonna game you shoot at least american woman got her money right yeah. so you go to brazil that woman's like look at this chump came all the way from uh the states to come meet me yeah i'm about to take this dude and he may not even make it back to the united states hey, hello right she might have a whole team of guys that are in the back room exactly. waiting to jump. exactly <laughs> that's why never go to a woman there's another reason why i say don't go to a woman and and, and, and i say this respectfully I don't trust other people's judgments sometimes. I, you have to do things on your terms, especially if you're a man of honor and integrity. You'll never put the woman in harm's way. We know this. I know this. I'll never put a woman in harm's way. So when she comes to me, she's she's safe. She's under, she's gonna be safe with me. But a woman, she women can't even let go of their exes, man, half the time. So they got that ex is still around the corner with binoculars looking to see you pull up to get her. You know, well, let me ask you this, though, Coach Young, because we've talked sure. about this before, the not going to women, because I think that the the level of um, possibility for being harmed is higher for women. So I don't recommend that women travel far for men or go somewhere with him remotely. Like if That's you go, right. I think it's OK to like meet halfway or even go a little bit further if you're meeting somewhere. But I don't necessarily think that it's safe for a woman to to travel for men, a man that she doesn't know really well. 
which is why um I, and that's a great point and so let me let me answer that this is why i say men with self-awareness a mouthpiece can talk you can communicate there should be some level of conversation happening so she can see okay he's normal if you facetime a woman she can see the background of your house yeah you know like you're not afraid to answer questions so where do you live uh i live in you know i live in uh bucktown oh okay cool you live in bucktown nice she could see that you got a place you know what I mean? You're, so that trust is being developed through a, a series of mini conversations. Yeah. And now she's more likely, but guys expect a woman to come. You haven't even talked to the girl yet. You can't just assume you haven't even talked to her yet. Why should she come to you? So to your point, that is true. However, what I teach the champion side is that create that level of comfort through some mini conversations in the beginning. Because I always say that it's the man's responsibility to give out the sample Mm. for her to want to come to if you go to the mall you see these food courts right where they're like here orange chicken want to try it <laughs> okay now you know i don't mean no offense but that's how they sound and or gloria jeans here try our new cappuccino blast whatever mm -hmm. and you if you sample you're like, oh damn that's good right there i'll take some of that and so it's the man's responsibility to dish out the samples mm -hmm. in the beginning in my opinion and i, and mm -hmm. I push this Give her them nice samples. Let her feel, let her sense what you're about so that comfort level can, can occur and that she will come to you on your terms. That's the way I coach it. And it does work well when you can successfully do this. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that if you're, you're a man of integrity, but it's like, how does a woman know? So, you know, I think it's very easy for even a sociopath for the first few conversations to seem normal and to even live in a great place. What was that movie with Christian Bale? where he was a murderer. I can't American remember. Psycho. That's American Psycho, right? So yeah, someone like him yeah. could possibly present very well, you know, as far as how they live and all of those things mm -hmm. for the first few conversations. But to that point, isn't that you living in the past? I, I absolutely agree with that, 100%. So mm -hmm. as I'm on, the, on this journey of, you know, I'm not going to uh, determine people by the people that I've met in the past or what has happened to me, I still got to balance that with making sound decisions. That's true. Right. <laughs> Just because yep. I know in no. general there, there is mm -hmm. danger in the world. And I don't yes. think that women should walk around constantly fearful. Right. I think even if you've mm -hmm. been through a trauma, it's very important to be able to get yourself back to a place where you can navigate around. And I, and I don't say that lightly. But I also think, you know, because we do live in a world where people can be deceptive, that there has to be some solution for everybody having sort of a net of safety around that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if I think about if I had a daughter, let's say, who was 26 right now, you know, what I would say to her is I don't want you walking around mistrusting all men, but I also want you to be aware and be careful with yourself. There's a fine balance that must be maintained. Yes, you must have a balance. Men need to have a balance, too. Look, yeah. I'm not saying that just invite her right to your house because you don't know who she is either. Yeah. So but, so, so, but me, though, <laughs> I'm pretty strong on this. I mean, it, it does probably sound a little unreasonable, mm -hmm. but, but you know, with the amount of prep work that I will put in, that I coach men to put in, again, not, not an abundant amount, but small little samples, small little samples in the beginning to make sure she feels safe, yeah. then set it up where it's the, uh, logistics wise that it's closer to your home. So, so it can, uh, you know, get back to the home because look at the end of the day, let's face it, men want to have sex. Yes. Men want to have sex. <laughs> and so women. what you're going to do, get mad at her because you scheduled a date 30 minutes from, from a destination that you could take her to, to, to bring, if, if sex was a possibility, mm -hmm. now you're going to get mad at her. Damn, she didn't give me any, but because you didn't do what it took 
to help get it to that point. There are certain steps that a man must take to bring that level of comfort to a woman. So that way, you think a woman doesn't know after you've been talking to her for a minute and she's in, and she's excited to see you, that you're like, hey, there's this little place walking distance from my house. Just come park by me and we'll go walk over there real quick. It's walking distance. You think she doesn't know that you want that night to end romantically? I think she can know it, but that doesn't necessarily mean she wants to follow through with it. And a lot of times, especially younger women that will mm-hmm. agree to something and not be, sh- be sure about what they want the outcome to be. So I that's, think- that's fair. Yeah, and I think that, that can be a little precarious for both people, right? Because a, a man who's yep. well-meaning could end up in a bad situation, making a choice, thinking, oh, well, she said yes to come into my house. That must mean yes overall, right? Which Yep. Pardon, uh, somebody's cutting grass right outside this office. <laughs> uh, um, to that point, that's why a man does need to exhibit a certain amount of sexual charm as well to gauge her readiness for that so because it's an ongoing process there might be sexual energy on the phone but when you meet there's like you can't extract the sexual energy it's like she can't give it to you so now you have to know that okay tonight's tonight's not the night you know you don't want to push that on a woman but there is some level of sexual charm and charisma that you should illustrate to gauge if she's ready for what you're ready for yeah. Pardon me for this very loud noise. It's okay. Hopefully it passes. Real quick, I do want to thank Mr. Ami Roma for yet another generous super chat. Thank you so much, brother, for the 200. Uh, shout out to my two favorite peeps. What a nice compliment. I know. We appreciate that very much, and you. Right? Love you, Ami. And I do have a new video for Ami that I created here. Woo, this is loud, boy. <laughs> it is Shout out to Ami Rome. I got a new video, man. Salute to you, fam. construction business uh and so he's a hard worker uh nobody that donates hundred dollars a pop and more every time you go live practically that's a hard working man so we appreciate you and everything you do uh omni so thank you so much for that Woo, this is loud boy. this is loud this dude right outside hold on well we can still uh, hear you I can still okay hear good good you. it'll pass eventually uh, real quick to Abdul A, $10. Appreciate your last answer, EO. In the past, when meeting girls at the bar, I had them get the first round <laughs> or maybe <laughs> up in some way. <laughs> Judge for your answer, I was probably doing too much. Yeah, it looked very, like, mean. Like, it just looks mean, bro. Like, I mean, remember, we're, we don't want to react to what we respond to what a woman do. We don't want to react. And I would call what you were doing there a reaction to what she was doing. You have to remember, people don't know you like that. They don't know what your preferences are. It takes time to learn those things, and it's your responsibility to demonstrate what those things are. So thank you so much for that. Uh, Real quick, Abdul A again for five. Wow. Uh, That would be a good video if you haven't made it one already. How to check women properly. Oh, I've made several. (laughs) I've made several different scenarios. Okay. Uh, Leading the relationship, you see a lot of them. Uh, I know. I know. the word check uh, uh, 
most women are not going to be okay with that. And I can understand why. It's more so like locker room talk, like how to check a woman. But ultimately, there are instances where you do have to be firm with a woman and she must realize that the consequences of actions that further, um, she's going to experience some, some consequences. And so that's necessary for men too. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I feel like that energy of being checked, being someone who wants to check, you have to also be someone who's willing to be checked. Because I like it. Get, I getting like checked it. is feedback, right? If somebody checks you, there's a level of feedback in that. So you can take what you need, what's valuable, and leave whatever's not. But, you know, if you're someone who's like, I need to check people, you got to be somebody who's willing to take a check. Right? I completely agree. I'm eating myself there. I said this the other day during a broadcast that you want your woman to hold you accountable. If you said you were going to do something and if you didn't do it, I want your woman to bring it up. I want her to be not not again. It comes back to not presentation. It, yeah. it comes back to presentation. But I uh, I want your woman to hold you accountable. Yeah. And I don't want you to act like a bitch when she does. You know, and if, there she's is a right, if she's right, let her know you're right about that. Yeah. Like, it's important as a leader to acknowledge when your woman is right. Like, you have to tell her when she's right. Like, I want guys to hear Red Pill King talking. You When, when, when your woman, you did something that was inconsistent and your woman brings it up. Again, it all comes back to presentation and she's your selection. So you got a woman constantly getting going in on you. You picked the wrong woman. It, you want to pick the right woman. So she comes to you in a loving way, in a way, though, like, but, but babe, you said you were going to do this at 10 o'clock. You know, you didn't do it. Like, what happened there? Like, now you need to own it. Yeah. You do need to own it. And, and the right woman, respectfully and lovingly, will hold you accountable and it makes you a better man. I totally agree with that. I also, because it's something that I've been challenged with probably my whole life, is when we take the wrong making out of it, right? So I think there's a, the, a thing you can do from feminine energy where you talk to a man and say, you know, this was inconsistent or this didn't work. And I think it's, it's a masterful skill. It's something that we, a lot of us, some women are great at it. I personally is something I have to learn and practice all the time because I, I was raised with that sort of like, you did this wrong, you know, shaming voice. So it's easy for me to go into, you know, no, 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 no. Why are you doing it like that? I have to actually check myself and say, you know what? That's not a feminine energy place to come from. Like I, I, you got to be willing as a woman to get peaceful about it and then be able to say, baby, hold on a second. You know, you, you said you were going to do this thing and then you didn't. And so we got to work out you know, what's going on with that? Like, let's talk about it. Or, you know, do we need a solution ever? Like coming from a place of being a partner, that's a skill. <laughs> I was just going to say, that was the word I was about to say. It takes skills to yeah. be in a relationship. A lot of guys, a lot of people just want to be in a relationship. Do you understand the responsibility, the skill yeah. set, the mindset, the, the emotional intelligence that you have to have to successfully, as a man, I can only speak for the men, but I could also, you know, uh, encourage them. But to lead the process, lead the self, yeah. thus lead the relationship. And the woman also too has a responsibility to lead the relationship. You think it's not just the man, the man has to lead, but the woman also has to lead. She has to be in harmony with her man. Yeah. You know, the two of them have to be in harmony. And if that yeah. doesn't happen, you, you don't have a relationship. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it means there's no trust. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and the trust is not is with the self is the problem. Yeah. 
it's not really so much you don't trust your partner you don't trust you yourself yep. <laughs> yeah you don't trust you and so anytime i hear somebody who has trust issues i have trust issues. Well, that's why i say i trust everyone mm -hmm. i trust everyone to be who you are. <laughs> I, I think that's the best way to be. I don't give you yeah. hope. I don't give you an extension necessarily. <laughs> uh, you, who you show me, I'm, I'm going to believe that. And so if that's not you, then you need to be more cognizant and mindful of who you present to the world. Yeah. Because if, if you don't, if that's not who you are, well, that's not who I am. Well, that's who showed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. I I showed up. So uh is it on me now? I think so. I think, I think it is. We're okay. on three and three. You're you haven't done your third, right? This we've talked about this already, so I'll make it brief. I think every man needs to tap into his beast. Um, tap into the that beast within you. I think too many men are trying to be nice guys. They're afraid of confrontation, but you got to be willing to confront things. That doesn't mean you got to confront it with an energy that you want to fight everybody, yeah. but there has to be, you have to confront things. You have to hit it head on, right? Um, I, I always say be first. Uh, I've been saying be first for four years now. I was watching uh, Cobra Kai last night. There's a show called Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. And... Um, he says, strike first, Cobra strike first. And I do believe that a man must be confrontational, but that doesn't mean you have to confront with ill will and you're looking to tear something down. You could confront it with solutions. You could confront it with positivity, but nonetheless confront it. Now, sometimes you can be positive and you got, you got to let, you know, you got to address it with a certain type of energy, but you, you too have to be ready for that. And so I want to see more guys be willing to tap into and i call it the beast in a way because that's kind of what it is you need your beast occasionally you need that to come forth um, but you also want to tame that beast and make sure that that beast is controlled and it doesn't control you so what's I wanna... an example though Otija? what's an what's an example of needing the beast when it comes to dating i mean really the beast is available at all times i mean i mean at all times. I mean, let me let me see if I put an example down here. Uh, hang on a second. And, and, and in regards to dating specifically, I was kind of, I think when I wrote this or typed this, I was thinking of in general, like you have to, in general. Um, I have here, be selective, but make sure your preferences and your expectations hold water. So it kind of goes to the same thing is like, okay, be forward as a man, be first as a man, be assertive as a man, but make sure whatever you're looking to invite in, that you have an environment that is conducive for success for that one thing. Okay. But that is kind of like the beast though, like the lion, like the lion, the tiger, you know, uh, some of those animals, I mean, you know, they, they know where they're going to take their kill. They're not, you know, you know, they know where they're going to, sometimes they eat it right there, but sometimes they do take it somewhere else mm -hmm. to the family, to the other, to the cubs, to, to, to the, to the female lion, the lioness. And mm -hmm. so no, if you're going to be a beast and you're going to have expectations and preferences, make sure you know exactly where you're going to go with that. That So that way, what you require, um, holds water. Mm -hmm. And, but, but again, the beast lastly is that you can confront things. You don't know what life is going to throw at you, but you know you're ready to confront it. Yeah. Like, for example, you get a negative report from the doctor. Maybe you weren't expecting that, but you're ready to confront it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's find out. You find out your, your, your wife it has been deceitful to you. You don't want that to happen, but you're ready to confront it. 
Yeah. Okay, so I want to see more men have that beast. But then if you're confronting it as your beast, like what, what does that mean? Does that mean that I'm like fighting out of a bag? Or what does that mean for a man? It's a masculine presence. Just when I say beast, I'm saying masculinity. I'm not saying crying. I'm not saying complaining. I'm I'm saying in a stoic fashion, in a very matter-of-fact way, that you've almost mentally and emotionally prepared yourself for this to happen anyway. This is why I talk about forecasting certain possibilities, just like businesses will forecast loss. You know, okay, so uh, at the end of the year, you take a look at the numbers. Okay, we're flat here. We're, we're a little low here. We're high here. But you almost kind of predicted that yeah. in a way. And you've made room to allow for that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, I, not enough men are kind of like forecasting certain things to happen. And so me, like I'm always prepared that if I need the gentleman, I'll grab the gentleman. If I need the beast, I can grab the beast. Yeah. He's there. He's yeah. ready to come out. He could come out, but it's not <laughs> that I want him to come out to be better than anyone. He has to come out in order to bring balance, as we said. Mm. The beast is necessary for balance, just like the gentleman, the guy that that is uh, that is kind, the guy that is accommodating and generous and compassionate. That is necessary, but that so is the beast. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. It does. Gotcha. No, I hear that. I'm just like as as you're saying it, I'm sort of flipping it over in my mind, and I, what I'm hearing is like just an assertiveness, right? So when am I? I taking a stand for myself? When am I taking a stand for, you know, what I think, what I believe in? When am I, I in action? Is that, is that a, a, is that an accurate sort of representation of the, of the beast? Ask that question again. I'm sorry. I was listening to something out here. I was distracted by something. Can you ask that one more time? Okay. So it's like, as you were talking, what's coming up for me is thinking, okay, beast mode is like, you know, when I'm in action, when I'm taking a stand, when I'm standing up for, myself or others, or if I'm, um, uh, you know, making things move forward. Yes, but you could even be a beast and it doesn't feel like you're being a beast. Mm -hmm. For example, let's say that someone offers you something, but you don't want to partake in that. The beast is going to say no. Gotcha. The beast is going to, but again, the beast can say no, <laughs> or the beast could just go, I appreciate the offer, but I'm not interested. Thank you very Got much. But it. that's still the beast, though. The yeah. beast can say no. The beast can say yes. The beast knows exactly what to turn on. That's what the beast is, in my view. The beast is always ready. The beast knows what is needed in this moment. Yeah. That's what the beast is. Do you think a lion is laying around all day in beast mode? No, sometimes he's chilling. Sometimes he's rubbing up against a fucking twig. He's like, yo, I'm bored. <laughs> so sometimes a lion is chilling. He's fed. He's not, there's no, there's no prayer on the corner. There's no one he has to defend to. So he's chilling right now. But let somebody come up. Now you are ready. The beast can come out. So that's what I'm saying. Not enough guys can have that beat or they have it. I believe all men have it, but they're afraid to tap into it. They're afraid of disappointing another and that sort of thing. But you'd be surprised. Um, I think that you're teaching people when you can when you can be assertive and say no and even sometimes explain why no. Not that you always have to explain the reason for your answer, yes or no. But I think sometimes as a courtesy to who you're dealing with to put them on game, mm -hmm. it's important to inform them why you uh, formed that conclusion. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say no this time, but I'm also going to tell you why. Yeah. 
you'll hear you'll hear David Goggins just say no, fuck it. You, you know, you know anybody, and it's like, bro, calm the fuck. Down. Right, like, 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 like yo, calm your ass down, bro. Your ass is ready for the nut house. Chill. And I, I feel like sometimes if you're an educating man, you're a wise man, you have wisdom. You could tell a person no, but you can also explain so they can get better. Yeah. But it, within that no, there is still a beast. Yeah. And so that's what I want guys to be able to do and tap into. See, I like that illustration, the way you just explained it, because I think a lot of guys out there think that it's about being like David Goggins or yelling at people or throwing their rage. Right. But the way right. you it's do not, it, you can, yeah. it's not, it's not, uh, you'd be surprised what, what a certain level of calmness while you're still being the beast can do. Yeah. Um, it can, it can produce much better results and opportunities versus you burning a bridge and cussing somebody out and going off and acting like you don't care. Knowing deep down inside, you care very much. Absolutely. I love it. hundred percent. Thank you. Uh, let's go to number four. <laughs> number four, my number four is for women releasing the need to take men and their actions so personally. And let me explain that one. So um, what I wrote in my notes is he's not good or bad because you were or were not able to fix him. And he's not behaving the way he behaves because you need to be different, just like us. I feel like men are living in their own movie of the world, their own perceptions, their own survival mechanisms, <laughs> their own assumptions, their own traumas, and their own BS, just like we have. And I think oftentimes women very much internalize male behavior and very much make it about their value and their worth and their their um, ability to connect and, and all of that. And I do think it's good to be self-aware and it's good to be self-developing and it's also good to be able to accept feedback, but it, you have to be very careful, particularly if you're dealing with men who aren't in touch with themselves, aren't good communicators, don't keep their word, that you do not take that personally, that you do not internalize it, let that be about who they are mm -hmm. and decipher for yourself whether that aligns with what you're trying to create in your life. 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, this is something I, I teach all the time. Don't take it personal. Even rejection. Rejection has nothing to do with you. Right. Or, 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 um, whether or not a, a man or a woman wants to deal with you is none of your business. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's something to do with you. You can feel something. But a lot, you, you can feel something. <laughs> now, they, 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 they've detected something, perhaps, and they said, okay, I don't want to be intimate with him. Yeah. I don't want to be intimate with her responsible people in the dating game can say that, you know, can acknowledge that and, and not move forward. You see unhealthy people move forward with someone they don't even want. Right. I'll take your number. I'll, I'll go out to dinner with you, but I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want you like that. I don't want you like yeah. Tyrone. I want Tyrone. I don't want you. I'm just throwing that out there. And, and even like men, you, you'll deal with a woman. You don't even like her. Yeah. What you dealing with her for? So you can get her in bed. So what? Mm -hmm. That's why I say try to get a lot of that sex out of your system. Try to have some sex early on. So that way you can kind of like burn through that, those desires a little bit. You kind of see what, you know, get past it. Yeah. I tell yeah. to try to have as much sex early, responsibly, of course, with the condom and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but burn through it so you can see, okay, beyond sex, there's got to be more. Yeah. And so anytime I see a guy dealing with a woman based on how she looks and the sexual element, I know he doesn't have a lot of experience. Yeah. But when I see a man that says, okay, she's sexy, but I don't like the way she lives. 
Mm. And so if he could pass, that's a man who has experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, because they know a pretty face does not mean peace. <laughs> that's right. When you see a guy like when you see guys say she bad, she's a ten, she's a dime, yeah. I'll put a baby in her. I hear guys say, I'll put a baby. You don't even know her to put a baby in her, dude. Yeah. You showed your lack of game right. and self-awareness, self-respect, number one. And another thing, self-respect, and your inexperience is showing. I'd rather you just say nothing. Like, you can feel it. Don't say it. You know what I mean? Like, don't say nothing. <laughs> like that. And, so, and even uh, that, though, I think what you're pointing to is, you know, just male desire. So, you know, women... Are, have a sexual appetite and sexual desires as well. But I think there is an overarching sort of, sort of shaming around male desire. And I think that's something that women take too personally as well. So younger men, men, like you said, who don't have a whole lot of experience, they're just trying to find a place to put their penis. Like we gotta not take that personally. It's, it's the willingness to understand that that might be what they're up to. And then making your own self-respecting decisions around that. You might be, you know, game. And so let, you know, let me go have casual sex with this man. But I think oftentimes as women, especially young women, we take men's sort of sexual uh, framing as a very personal thing. Yeah, or (laughs) or prowess or lack thereof. You know, we take it as a very personal thing when really it's, it's part of, you know, natural biological tendencies, things that they were or were not taught things like that. It's like, just keep respecting yourself and making your choices that work for you. And don't worry about that. You know, this dude that you want is, you know, sleeping with 50 women, let him go, let him do his thing. Like be okay with that. Like, you know, let, let people be who they're going to be and then make sure you take care of who you're going to be. That was a great segment. That was really good. I, I've, I've known women and even men that try, they know what they got, but then they hope that it's going to materialize or develop something different. And it's not. <laughs> It's not until they're ready to for whatever. And usually it's an act of desperation when people change. Yeah. It's rarely out of just free will and choice. Right. Before I destroy <laughs> myself, I think I've had enough and I'm going to stop that behavior. Most human beings don't stop a behavior until it's rock bottom mostly. And so knowing that information, you know, it, you're it, you're being self-deceptive when you when you think a man is going to change. Here's another thing. To your earlier point and the things I say a lot, I want men and women both to listen to people talk, but then now expect the follow through in the actions and on a consistent basis. And if you don't see that, do not believe them to be who they say they are. Yeah. Do not believe it. I agree. And you ain't got to be mean. As you said, you don't have to now, now show them. Well, I'm. September 19th, (laughs) and then I have a paper trail of October 12th when you did the same thing. I mean, you know, sure, you could be a detective and and, and log all that, but but uh, but that's just you expecting them to be something they don't wish to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And trying to force it and trying to prove something or trying to make it. It's like, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Number four is appearance. Uh, I'm not going to go too far, but appearance matters. Yeah. Appearance matters. And, and looks, you know, is part of, you know, looks is appearance. Appearance matters. What are you looking to attract? What kind of woman do you want to attract? Who do you wish to be? You know, you got to understand that when you're in the world, um, based on how you treat yourself, people have a tendency to treat you, as you said that earlier. So if you're walking around like a slob, you know, I saw a video the other day. Somebody DM me and tagged me in it. It was a picture of a dude at, uh, uh, at Applebee's with a woman, and he made her pay half of the, the bill because she wouldn't sleep with him. 
But the first thing I thought is, I don't blame her. The dude looks tore up. He had a Looney Tune shirt on. He looked like he was four weeks past a haircut. His fingernails looked dirty. He, his beard looked like it had crumbs in it. Um, I, would, I, I don't blame her. Yeah. Now, now, if she already felt that way about him and went on a date, she fucked up. In my book, you <laughs> fucked up. Okay, but if you were unsure or it was first date or whatever, he showed up like that, you decided, shit, dude, your fingernails are dirty. You yeah. look like you stink. You know, like, like you don't even care about how you came to meet me. And now you want me to lay in bed with you and, and allow you into my body where there's potential for you to fucking get me pregnant. Now I have your offspring? Fuck right. out of here. Or your disease. So I, yeah, or a disease. Right. And, and so and so what I will say is important. Appearance matters. Before you can get mad at a woman for not having sex with you, not giving you the time of day, how do you treat yourself? How do you clothe yourself? What do you put in your body? What do you eat? What are your habits like? Um, this is why I stopped drinking, stopped smoking. I can't, I can't live like that. That's not a reflection of who I wanted to be at the time. I put it behind me. I no longer have a craving in the world for alcohol. Well, that's not true. Sometimes I want a beer, the taste of beer, but I don't yeah. want the effects of beer. So if you ever see me with a beer, it's going to be um, non-alcoholic because yeah. I don't like the effects of alcohol. I don't need it. I'm already super fly. Like, <laughs> why do I need that to enhance me? Yeah, I don't need it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it takes away from me to be that to be buzzed, because I feel like I no longer am as, as coherent, as sharp, as as quick, as ready as I am sober. But I do enjoy the taste of of a beer sometimes. So if you ever do see me, which I haven't even had that, but it's gonna be a non-alcoholic because I truly enjoy the taste. So back to appearance, and I'll throw it back to you. Even women, I won't speak much for the woman's side because that's Candace's job, but. You know, you don't want to be uh, a sex object. Don't dress like one then. I oh, mean, wait, hold out, Cochio. <laughs> okay, let me just explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. If your cleavage is way out, mm -hmm. I'm talking way out. You sit down and people could see, see some things. Uh -uh. But then a dude sees that, as you put it earlier, biological urges. He now wants to he wants to get that. He want he want he wants some of that. And, and you go up to him and you approach her and you, you introduce the idea of, of, of intimacy or sex or whatever, what have you. And now she's like, I'm not that type of girl. What, 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 what? You know, like so there has to be responsibility with your presentation is what I'm saying. So you know, there has to be a level of responsibility and willingness to follow through. So if I'm wearing a suit. And somebody takes me as a guy that might have a certain level of intelligence. That could be an assumption, or it could be that I led them to believe that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so now they want to, they want me to, they want to verify that I know what I'm talking about, but all I did was put a suit on. Mm -hmm. So I'm not who I'm dressing myself to be. Yeah. So if a woman is not ready for sex, and I know this is going to buy if you're not ready for the, <laughs> for the possibility of it happening or someone to come at you, then maybe maybe you should present yourself a little bit different. Uh, that that I, I know women aren't going to like that, but I don't care because it's the truth. A lot of the time, not in all cases, but in some sexual offenses. Women were not sober. They were engaging in a certain behavior. They were dressed a certain way. Maybe even they did tease the man a little bit, a little bit. That doesn't mean you should be 
um, taken advantage of. I don't condone that. But what was your role in inviting that energy to to you? And so I think this is a sensitive subject, one that I respect. It's a sensitive <laughs> subject, and I'm, I'm done. It's a sensitive subject, but women have to look in the mirror, too, and say, okay, where was I? At what time of the night was I there? What was I saying to that man? Was I drinking too much? And was I kind of not, did, did I not have my wits? Uh, were we both drunk? You know, like, uh, um, I, there has to be a level of, of, of uh, self-evaluation when something doesn't go your way or does go your way. So, so in, in my view, appearance matters big time. And, and lastly, mm -hmm. not only the appearance, <laughs> but the behavior that ties into the appearance must be congruent. Hmm. Well, <laughs> you have said a mouthful, Ogio. And what I will say to that, and in, you know, in really processing and digesting what you were saying, because we are getting into this area of rape culture, right? So <laughs> as someone, as a woman who likes to dress sexy and, and enjoys the attention that comes from dressing sexy. It's just been something my whole life. I don't think, you know, all women feel the same way. You know, some of us do, some of us don't. I will say this. I don't think that it's it's appropriate to blame a man for the attraction or the wanting to gaze, you know, like now I like to show cleavage, obviously. I have no blame for men who who gaze because that's that's my choice. I, I do that on purpose, right? I like to be sexy. But for a man to assume that because I like to be sexy or that I, I like the compliments or you know the attention that can come from it, that that means I get no say in what happens to my body or that there's no boundaries, that's where that ends. I agree right? with that. That yeah. Was what I was so even that if was I'm that. wearing, for like, the record, that was what I was saying. It's just for the record. No, all right. Because it didn't come I, out I, like that. No, no. Listen, listen <laughs> that is what I was saying. But I do think that people have a tendency to want to blame outside of them when something bad happens to them, some unfortunate uh, uh, series of events that 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 bring about harsh consequences. It's but like, wait, well, hold on, though, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the other part of what I was going to say is. Please. A woman has zero responsibility in a man forcibly taking her. Zero responsibility in that. A no man should ever do that. Take a woman by force. It should just never be done. I don't care what she's wearing. I don't care if she's wearing a string. <laughs> it should never be done. A woman taken against her will is is uh, it's a crime against humanity. It should I, never I, I agree. I do agree. Hundred percent. 100%. However, it is not wise, ladies. It is not wise on your part. Okay, I just hang on a second. <laughs> it, I agree completely. No man should ever touch her. Safer Don't behaviors. Even touch her. Don't yeah. even touch her if she doesn't want you. Don't even touch her. As a matter yeah. of fact, don't even talk to her if she's made it clear. She's either busy, not interested, or whatever. Whatever the answer she gave you, leave her alone. Okay? I'm making that clear. However, women have to be more responsible with what they invite. And mm. I will continue to be adamant about that, just like I, I'm on men's asses. Dude, you invited that bullshit. So it's like men can be told that, but women can't? No, uh -uh, mm. I am against that. 
And so women have to be responsible with their presentation, with their with their uh, verbiage and their how they speak, how they conduct themselves, what they put in their bodies, the atmospheres they go into. They have to also be on high alert, as you put it. A woman wants to feel safe meeting a man, right? Well, how safe can you possibly feel walking around with a string thong on? You can't well, feel that safe. Some women, some women do. And some women, like different women have different levels. But even I think for sure. men, I think for men as well. I mean, you know, I don't know if you've seen this new trend. Like They call them the hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> where all these men are walking around in short shorts. Yes, because they want to be women. They want to be women. Well, whatever, and, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. They want to be women. Whatever. And, and, and they're, they're gonna be raped is. too. They'll get raped by some dude or something. But uh, <laughs> whatever the whatever the reason is, it still is not not. And a lot of women, there's a lot of women online who are, you know they're posting uh, reels and TikToks of you know chasing after guys in hoochie daddy shorts and things like that. But that to me is hypocritical, critical because. I think that you know we we tend to be sexually attracted to each other. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with inviting a sexual attraction. But no. there's still, no matter whether you're a man or a woman, there still is is that boundary that says, I don't care. And I agree with you. It is wise to 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 uh, be safe. Just like I was talking about earlier, you don't just show up at a man's house and things like that. You don't know him well. It is wise to be safe. However, to in any way indicate that a woman has to take responsibility for a, a violence that's been committed against her. I would say the same thing for a man. It's like if I'm a man in prison and I'm walking around and somebody just decides to sodomize me, I'm, I'm what? I'm here I am in this unsafe space. I committed a crime. Am I responsible that this, this other man decided to come and sodomize me? And that's not what I was looking for. That's not what I want. Absolutely not. And I agree with you, too, that we do like our energy does attract certain things. But I think that once someone crosses your line and commits a crime against you, all bets are off. Here's where I'll respectfully offer another uh, layer to this conversation that I don't think has been said yet. Hmm. I talk about realms and realities and like you, the reality that you build if you're actually creating the reality you want, now you understand like it's calibrated, it's balanced. We know the conditions. We know which conditions we need it, that certain things need to be in for to get the result we want. However, if you now enter another realm where there's a different set of rules, different personalities, different whatever, different criteria, different mindset, you have now put yourself at a disadvantage. And so I want men and women both to know if a man goes to prison and you get great, I say the word like that so the algorithm doesn't pick it up. Oh, the possibility for that to happen is high in that environment. But you put yourself in that environment. So, 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 so I am for extreme accountability, uh, mm. extreme. And, and, and so, and that's just who I am and that's who I will continue to be. Yeah. And so um, I will still say this. 
too many women are reckless. We just want to have fun. We just want to wear what we want. But you have to understand this. If you're in the comfort of a secure environment with people you trust and they know that this, that, that this is just who you are, perfect. You just go enter some random foreign bar. You don't know who's in there. You don't know how they think. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know which emotion they brought into the bar. Now you just entered a completely different realm thinking that you can still maintain your, your preference. It doesn't work that way. That's not reality. Yeah, I agree with that, but I also think that that that's, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're thinking in terms of responsibility. I, I agree. I do believe that it's important to be safe with yourself and to make sound decisions as far as what is safe for you. But, it, you know, it's that fine line between, um, you know, where does responsibility lie? And I think right now, culturally, whoever is in a mindset of believing that it's okay to violate somebody, that's who that's where the focus for responsibility needs to be. Like that it's not okay to do it. I don't care what she's doing. And in as much as I tell women, take care of yourself, be safe. Cause I agree with that part as well. It's just, it has to be known that I don't care what she's wearing. You cannot touch her if she does not want you to. I, I agree. And we'll that put an end to this. Focused. I'll give you the final word because I don't want you to feel like I, I took the final word. So if there's something else you want to add, then we'll move on. I respect your point of view. I understand what your point of view. And I agree that you should never touch a woman that doesn't want your hands on them. Yeah. However, there is a reality that goes on in the world that some of those rules and preferences are simply not going to apply in certain environments with certain people that are driven by certain emotions. You have to be, I'm just saying, it's not responsible. I would tell my own daughter, you got nice breasts, kid. You got a nice body. You take care of yourself. Please dress responsibly and make sure that you don't put yourself in harm's way, thinking that just because you feel you shouldn't be touched, that another person agrees with you. And so that's that's what real game is and real leadership on in my, in my view. Mm -hmm. And so I want I would tell my own daughter that you shouldn't be touched young lady. But if you dress a certain way because you just feel that you have the right and you go put yourself in another game and another game I mean another realm, another environment where these people are drunk, incoherent, highly sexually charged and you walk in there with some air of don't touch me and but but it, it again it doesn't justify a person touching you mm. but you put yourself in an environment that the possibility is there and if that is not something that women are holding themselves accountable for i think and if women are teaching women you should never be, I, I agree with you but it, but if if the women are not saying well you shouldn't dress like that if you don't want that kind of energy coming at you if other women are not telling the younger women that they're doing a disservice to young women. That's my opinion. I hear you. Go Gio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean, I, I, I had to say that because I have to be real. And, no, and I, I think it's reasonable where you're coming from. I do think it's reasonable. I just think that, you know, we're in a, we're in a place in society right now where what needs to be focused on is that men know that that's not okay to do. One, right? 1,000%. I don't. I don't disagree with you that we, you know, the energy we bring is what, like I said, I like to dress sexy because I know what kind of, you know, energy I'm pulling in and what kind of reaction that I'm going to get from that. So I, I agree with you 100% about that. 
it's just a hard conversation, I think, because we don't focus enough on the fact that people just shouldn't do the R word. I said it earlier, but I'm not going to say it again because I don't want to mess with the algorithm. <laughs> that that we don't focus. Yeah, I said enough it once. On... I said it once myself. Uh, yeah. So so that's... even to even to this point, which I think we're branching out a little bit, but even like gun laws, mm-hmm. like we we hope that people don't buy semi-automatic rifles and enter establishments and start shooting, but it's happening. Yeah. So there has to be more security, better uh, FBI tails on things. You know, if, if you see somebody, you know, on a social media page, you see a social media outlet talking crazy, more has to be done. Yeah. Like whether we, whether we hope, that's why I talked about the hope thing, that hope thing is bullshit. Whether we, what we know that that's not what we should be doing, the fact is that these situations are occurring. And so how do we stop it? We take more precautions, more defense, and even in some cases, better offense. And so, and so that's what I'm teaching here. You can't just go out in the world with some fuzzy mind like, oh, I just wanted to dress like this today. And like, but now but dress like that by yourself. Mm. Dress like that with people you trust, people that you know that won't take advantage of you. But if you're putting yourself in some bar at 2.30 in the morning around drunk people and you are hanging out of a, of an outfit you don't deserve to be touched and you shouldn't be touched but the possibility of it happening is strong and then unless a woman that can acknowledge that i don't see much growth that's going to take place in this area but anyway um you ready to move on i do uh, the gun thing you i see where it is that you and i differ because for, for me the gun sure. solution is no semi-automatics so i think we're 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 on the the same side of both of those arguments, <laughs> which is the what needs to be eradicated in order for there to be solution. But I, you know, I get where you're coming from. I'm not, you know, I don't feel like this is like a, uh, oh, this is why it's, a, it's it's such hot button issues, right? Because yes. culturally trying yes. to figure this stuff out is, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 Killer, ki- a, a killer is not going to stop because you don't want him to kill you. I mean, I agree. I, I, I mean you, yeah, he's not going to stop. I mean, I mean, if, what, if, what? He's, mm-hmm. if he's psychotic and can get a hold of a semi-automatic, he can kill 30 people as opposed to being psychotic and coming in with, you know, I uh, agreed about the gun. I don't think that that gun should be available. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a, a, a piece of ammunition that should only be utilized um, in the in the military situation. Not you just go to Walmart, be able to pick that up. That, I, I disagree with that because it's just unnecessary. You don't need that type of ammo or that type of weapon. Um, but I am for handguns. I am for handguns, rifles, certain things like that, sure. Yeah. But, you know, a weapon of mass destruction where you can, you know, you can take out 30 people in a, in a matter of uh, a minute or less. Um, I disagree with that. But until that happens, we have to live uh, far more precautiously and responsibly. And so that's where I'm at with that. Um, real quick, we do have a very generous super chat here from, uh, well, we have one by Abdul real quick. A, uh, what I like about overall, your overall messages is it is about being, oh, pardon me, it's about being a man first. That's so important uh, and impacts your life in so many ways. It's so true, other than just women. But when you're deciding to entertain a woman, you don't want to make the woman worse. Right. You want to make the woman better. You know what I'm saying? That should be the goal of every man is that if you invite a woman that is compatible for you into your life, that she is enhanced as a as a uh, result of, of meeting you. Absolutely. 
I feel like that's all the way around too. Like, like that's the point of relationships is that we're looking to make each other better, right? And not force each other to be better, but bring something into each other's lives that actually enhances each other, right? I fill myself up, I overflow onto you. Yes, yes, 100%. Uh, Orozco, that's, uh, that's my guy here, came in with the $200. Much love from the hardworking men being consistent in governing themselves across the board to lead correctly. You could see, you could hear it right there. That's my annual client. Yeah. He soaks up everything I say. Uh, word for word, that is my teaching. Uh, I appreciate the game giving coach. Salute to you both. Keep up the great work. Uh, what I love about him is, is that he is soaking up the game. He, he's intentional. He was intentional hiring me. He's very, very focused. Uh, and he's learning where he's messing up because I'm showing him and he's learning along the way. And he's, in, he's continuing to improve. And so I have a new super chat for you, brother. Let's go ahead and hit that. Thank you so much for the two, Hundo. Much appreciated. Here we go. Yeah, yay, yay, yay. <laughs> those are nice, those videos. Appreciate it. Yeah, I said that they deserve it. Um, yeah. They deserve that and more. Boy stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cars. So I hope you like that Texas Stallion. I'll put that in for you, man. The Texas Stallion. And so I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Uh, I think we're on number five here. I think we're on number five. And it's interesting. Can you do me a favor? Can you start with number five? I'm going to run into the other uh, restroom real quick. And uh, if you can go, I can hear you. And then I'll, and I'll come. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Do Thank you, you so much. So it's interesting that we were just talking about the whole appearance thing, because my number five is focus on being the best version of yourself regardless. This is for women, but men, you know, you can take it on too. I say if you want to attract healthy masculine energy, be healthy feminine energy, peaceful, self-accepted, unattached to outcome, willing to take things slow, which I think is a big one a lot of times. As women, we want to rush from step to step, especially as younger women. I know that's something that I did in my young dating life. And, um, you know, take those things slow because you have faith in what is right for you and you have no need to struggle with what is not right for you. So going back to my first one, when we know ourselves, love ourselves, accept ourselves, there's no rush. Like we can actually take the time to get to know someone, take the time to see if somebody aligns with who it is that we say we are and you know what we want to create in our lives what vision we have in our lives and we can allow ourselves to just slowly get to know someone or just be in the dating process in a way that's present and measured there's no rush there's no rush to any of this i don't care what age you get to there's no sense in jumping into anything with anybody or jumping into anything from a place of need or desperation so my last one for women is focus on being the best version of yourself regardless. And I think Abdul, who made a comment earlier, sort of pointed to that as well. It really is not ultimately about that you're doing it for men or doing it for women. It's ultimately about you know, building your best possible life and then allowing alignment to come into your life, allowing the man or the woman that actually fits in with what you're creating 
to come into your life and being a space for that, being an energy for that. <clears throat> I like that. I like that. I do have a question uh, about that. <clears throat> Pardon me. How important is is it um, to sometimes have a, a, a sense, not a sense of urgency, because that, that, that sounds needy. Yeah. But let's say, for example, a woman understands her, her, her biological clock. She wants to have children. She wants to have children. She wants to be a wife. She's ready for that. Her life is set up for that. She has all the prerequisite qualities to, to add value to a marriage and a husband and children. Should she be dating with a little, like, uh, should she take her time? And, and like, or, or what if she has found it and it's time to, and she wants to escalate things? Um, you know, is there a time that when a woman sees and discovers, that's what I want? Can she move forward in, uh, uh, more expeditiously? So I think it's a very careful measuring of steps that you have to take as a woman. So, you know, when that biological clock starts to tick, you know, there's that, first of all, understanding, you know, what the need is about. So a lot of times that need is not necessarily about, I want to raise a person. It's about, I, I don't feel like I'm worthy as a woman unless I do, or I was told I'm supposed to, or, you know, some, with some cultures, it's like advance our culture, or it's what my parents expect from me. They want a grandchild, like know what pressure you're putting on yourself. And then, right. And then once you decide that's something that you genuinely want for yourself, the worst thing I think that we can do, no matter what it is we want to create, is to try to be a driving force of making it happen, especially since most of what we want to do involves other people. And let me amend that a little bit. It doesn't mean not to be in action, right? It doesn't mean not to be actively dating and open, opening yourself up to what's possible. But it's that very careful line we walk where we're not getting attached to you're it, you've got to be the father of my children. <laughs> we got to make this happen. I'm starting to like you. My biological clock is ticking. When are you going to ask <laughs> yes. me? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a surefire way to either, you know, rush it in, in a way that you ignore the ways that you can make it as good as possible and then end up with something that's not so good mm. or to make it not happen at all because then you, you tap into that other person's resistance. Like, oh, well, what are you trying to force mm -hmm. me into? Mm -hmm. Right? So it's, it's, mm -hmm. A very fine line of understanding yes. that just because I want it doesn't mean I have to force it to happen. I just have to be an open, energetic space for it. Yeah, and, and I wanted you to clarify that just for people that may be uh, listening, more specifically women, although our, our female uh, audience is slowly rising, but... Um... <laughs> I'm trying I to get time. Yeah, I know it. I know it. We appreciate you, Candice, and that. Um, I think sometimes people delay things for no reason it's like you know you should have a reason to delay it and you should have a reason to expedite it mm. uh, um, so sometimes you could just delay 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 you just delay your ass right out of the relationship because you delayed too long and yes. so, so I, as you put it there's a fine line um, to be patient you should yeah. but then there's a time to act to act Inspired to move forward toward that goal um, and I think sometimes when people, hey, here's another thing. If a person is always giving you the same story, like three years later, I'm not ready yet. They ain't ready for you. They, ain't ready. they, don't, want, they don't want you like that. <laughs> right. They ain't it. But, they, but they still want the perks of having you. So they don't want you like that. 
and but they haven't told you because they realize if they tell you that you're going to take the sex away you'll take the the gifts away validation whatever and so there's something to be said about letting a woman know and a man uh, a woman letting a man know what their true intentions are and then allowing the next thing whatever that is to take place yeah yeah i totally agree even if you lose her okay you know even if you lose her even if you lose him but you may not lose them. They may they may decide, okay, he's never gonna give me this. But and there's an evaluation that takes place now. Maybe you could tell me if you agree with this. You know, with that new information and with that clarity, you could decide and say, okay, do I really want to go date somebody else and 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 get that one thing or those two things that I say I want, which might be marriage and children? Mm-hmm. Or do I accept what we have and stop putting pressure on it and really enjoy this? Cause I love this. I love what we have, but we may not ever be husband and wife, but I love this though. So it's like choices, you know, you're going to either give up this to go get what you, what you haven't even found yet. That may not even exist for you may not, yeah. not, not in the way you want it, or you accept this for what it is and stop putting that pressure on there. And, 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 and and, and continue on living in that truth yeah. of what that was. Yeah. You agree yeah. with that? I do agree with that. And I think it's about having that cognizance about, you know, what it is, who I am. Like, what is it that I can be with? Because no matter who we end up with, there's going to be something about them that's not what you wanted. <laughs> there's going to be something about them where you have to make some level of, okay, I got to compromise on this thing. Nobody comes 100% perfect everything that we want, right? So, but if I know myself, I know what I'm willing to compromise on. And if I, if I know myself and I say, I 100% absolutely have to become a mother. As soon as you say that I'm not, I'm not on board for that, then, you know, depending on how important that is to me, if I'm so sure about it, then I've got to be a stand for, for having that happen. But if it's like, well, I could take it or leave it. And he's got the other things. Mm -hmm. I, I can go with this. You know, we have yes. to be, I think we have to be really aware about, you know, who we are and what could be acceptable for us. Yeah. And because sometimes you can get greedy and want everything. Yeah. And you can't have everything. Nope. Not all at once. You might have something at one year and then now you don't ever, you won't get that again, but you'll get this. Yeah. And that might be better for you anyway during this season of your life. So I think some people think I just want it all. You can't have it all. Life, life, life will, will make sure of that. Yeah. Because if you have it all, there's no more opportunity for evolution. And so you have to be limited in some area to be prospered in another area. Mm-hmm. That is my belief. And, and so uh, so that's something that we all have to, d- 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 to decide. It's like you're going to give up something that's 80 percent working for a 20 percent that you think you want or maybe that you do want. But life is about choices. So I'd rather stick with the 80 Right. <laughs> then get rid of 80 and then go after 20 and do it. Will I even like the dude? Will I still, will I secretly want to cheat with him? You know what I mean? Like this is the dude I like and I'm feeling so uh, life. There's a certain level of acceptance that must take place. And then, you know, making those choices there, you know, I'm, I'm Roma so smart. Uh, as I was, um, I took my break. I thought as I could hear you talking, I referenced back to, and he said it here, which is so brilliant. Real men can control their beast, such as Omni and myself. Mm -hmm. I'll never push myself on a woman. Never. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. But there are men out there that are so weak emotionally, so triggered, 
have mental problems, very, very harmful addictions. They don't have the type of temperance that I've been talking about. And so you might run into him. And I want women to know that you, you're not going to run into all Coach EOs. You're not going to run into all Hobby Romas. You're going to run into more of the other type. It's fewer of us and more of them. Mm-hmm. And so you have to almost forecast, man, this may, this may not be a good decision if I do this tonight, to dress like this, present myself like this, drink, whatever. Although you may want to, but you have to, you have to be thinking ahead. And I want all women to know, listening, there's far more weaker men than there are stronger. I mean, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that, please take precautions. And Ami Roma is completely right. Men, uh, men, weak men can't, ladies should understand this and move correctly around men. Thank you, Omni. That's very, very true. Uh, let's go ahead and play. And look, I don't disagree. Wait, let me just say I don't disagree Please. with that. I do believe that women should be cautious because in reality, yeah, there's a lot of dangerous men out there, 100%. I just think the conversation needs to focus more on that. That why is there so many weak men out there? What are we going to do about that? <laughs> Yep, and that and that is an area emphasis on my part. This is what I this is the this is what I've been trying to do since I started yeah. was to build up more mature men who don't who who live authentically and honestly and live a life that they're so proud of. They wouldn't even dare think about compromising that by pushing themselves. This is the whole. This is the champion way. I've been. This is what I'm teaching. Yeah. But while we're trying to get it right, we still need to tread with yeah, caution. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, real quick, I do want to play Omni's uh, button real quick. Thank you, Omni. It's so dynamic. I love it. it thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hard on that um, number five for me tied into my last statement which is and this is a quote by me be desperate for nothing mm. i want you to put yourself in a position where you're not desperate for anything because when we're when we're in a desperate situation we tend to do things that don't reflect us mm. uh, that that we have to pay consequences for later there was one time i took out a loan back in the day it had a high interest rate on it but there was something i wanted to get and i chose to get the loan to get the other thing and then later on but it was kind of desperate because i could have waited until i had the money but it was like i wanted it now mm-hmm. you know so i made a decision i said all right it's only one of those i'm gonna go ahead and get the loan on this and i later found out i was paying you know x amount of money to have that one thing and and so later i said no more uh i'm gonna wait until i can either pay cash for this or it's more sensible better offer and so what i did was i worked to put myself in position Mm-hmm. to then have those offers. Yeah. And so now I want men and women to know, be desperate for nothing. You can be, I mean, absolutely nothing. Be desperate for nothing. Don't be desperate for a friend. Don't be desperate to maintain a friendship that has soured. Uh, don't be desperate for you know a woman or a relationship that uh, doesn't bring you peace and, and, and fulfillment in a way that, you know, when I mean fulfillment, uh, we appreciate your offering and we too want to offer things to you to enhance the quality of your experience, yeah. but we don't have to do this. Yes. And so I just wanted to make that my number five, uh, be desperate for nothing. Yeah, I like that. 
I like that. And I think it speaks to the attachment thing too. You know, we're so attached to things and trying to like have things and force things and make things happen. That's how we get into trouble. It's like, yeah, create a vision, know what you want and be okay with the desire for it and take inspired action around it. Right. And to that point, I want to take it a step further. Don't even be so desperate for your vision. Yeah. Like, don't even be desperate for that. Like, don't be desperate for this purpose that you came up with. <laughs> that that you just although it is important, you need a north, you need a north star. You need guidance. Under, understand? You need guidance. <laughs> yes. You need discernment. You need guidance. You need wisdom. Yeah. You need to seek that. You absolutely do. But don't even be desperate to continue. Um a career or, 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 uh, you know, some project that all the signs are telling you, you need to scrap that project. You know, some people are desperate to finish something, but at what cost, you know, don't be, when I say be desperate for nothing, I mean, nothing. Don't even be desperate for, and, and this is going to, you know, I don't know how this is going to come off. Don't even be desperate for God. You could be desperate for God. Now you're leeching on God. You're, you have expectations of God that, you know, and by God, I mean, source, life, whatever that energy is that, that, uh, that, that is within us and around us. You don't even want to project desperate energy onto that because you're going to kill it. Mm. So you, you want to respect things, appreciate things, if possible, enhance things. But, but, but even then, don't be desperate to make it what it's not. Yeah. It might be great the way it is. Yeah. And you want to impose your will on that. And it's because you're desperate. You're desperate to get this result. And so even be wary of even, your, even having a, an, an idol. Yeah. Be desperate for nothing. Yeah. I'm with that. I knew you would be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, great show today, Candice. Uh, you offered some fantastic uh, pointers for women and men. How did you feel about the show? I had fun. I loved it. I love it when we get a little spicy. I love the whole conversation. <laughs> There's learning opportunity in the spice. Absolutely. That's where it all yes. is. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah. There's learn. There's growth opportunities there. It's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, we have three shows left, guys. So make sure that you tune in. I, I was wrong last week. I thought I said 12. We were on 11. So today's 12, 13, three more for season one. If we get a good close, today was a good, today was pretty decent, uh, you know, considering. And uh, we appreciate everybody who 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 uh, who sponsors these shows and sponsors every show. Yeah. Uh, thank thank you. you for the value exchange. Yes, absolutely. And the abundance—it's the abundance cycle, right? What is it? My mentor says, "Money, my own energy yield, or my own natural energy yield." Money stands for. So what we put out, we get back. You just you exchange. It's what we do. Yes. Well, you could find Candace and you can reach out to her for coaching or other services that she provides. Uh, all her information is in the description, um, as well as mine. So if you're interested in hiring me to be your coach, uh, my book is available. Uh, I have a big announcement coming out pretty soon, but I'm not, uh, I'm not going to share it just yet. But it's a huge announcement this summer for me and for you. And uh, so be on the lookout for that announcement when it comes. But um, but anyway, Candace, good to have you. Great commentary. Good being here. Thank you so much. 
I love it. I appreciate you. Stand by, Candace. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>